الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله الحمد لله there is not a single one from amongst us except that they say and they are proud to say that they are a Sunni Muslim and it is possible that we don't understand the full reality of what that means to be Sunni because when one is a Sunni then they are saying that they are upon the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam they are saying that they are upon that which the Sahaba they were upon. And it is incumbent and it is a must for the Muslim to be Sunni, to be upon that which the Prophet ﷺ was upon, and to be upon that which the Sahaba عنهم, were upon. But it is incumbent that we realize that being upon the Sunnah is not just a claim. It is not just a statement that one says and then that is enough and that suffices them, but rather it necessitates that our belief is the belief of the Prophet ﷺ and the belief of the Sahaba That our fiqh, that our actions, our ibadah, that our ibadah and the manner in which we worship, it coincides and it complies with that which the Prophet ﷺ was upon. And that was the Sahaba, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, they were upon. Likewise, our mannerisms and our character, it should be molded and shaped after that of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and after that of the Sahaba, radiyallahu ta'ala anhum wa aradahum. It is incumbent that we are upon the sunnah in our aqidah and in our minhaj, in our ibadah and in our suluk that our actions comply with the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam so from this ya ibad it is incumbent that we look at an aspect of this and just as we are sunni and upon the sunnah and that which we do bihnilahi ta'ala we also have to be Sunni and upon the Sunnah and that which we say. Meaning that we are to utilize and we should utilize our tongues in the same manner that the Salaf they utilize their tongues. So make your tongue be upon the Sunnah, Ya Abdullah. Make your tongue be upon the Sunnah, Ya Amatullah. Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fi kitabihi al-kirim. Allah ta'ala, he says inside of his noble book, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullah wa qulu qawlan sadeeda Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says what translated means O you who believe fear Allah and say a word 
that is truthful, straightforward, and direct. The ulama of tafsir, they mention that what is meant by this a qulu fi jami' ahwalikum wa shu'unikum qawlan mustaqiman muwafiqan lis-sawab khaliyan min al-kadhib wal-baqil the ulama of tafsir they say what this means and say a word that is straightforward truthful and direct meaning that in all of your affairs and in all of your situations then say a statement that is upright say a statement that is upright and a statement that complies with the truth a statement that agrees with the truth a statement that is truthful a statement that is devoid from lying and devoid from falsehood say a statement that is truthful straightforward and direct a statement that is true devoid of lying devoid of falsehood ya ibadullah it is incumbent that we look after the shortcomings of our tongue and that we take care to make sure that we utilize our tongue in a manner that is correct because the stakes are high allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says what mean oh allah ta'ala he says if يَتَلَقَّ الْمُتَلَقِّيَانِ عَنِ الْيَمِينِ وَعَنِ الشِّمَالِ قَعِيدٌ مَا يَلْفِظُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ Allah Ta'ala, He says what means. And remember the two receivers, meaning the two angels who record, one upon the right and one upon the left. There is not a single statement except that there is a watcher who is ready to record it, to write it down. Everything that we say is recorded. Everything that we say is written down. So be careful, ya ibadullah. If an individual knew when they were having a conversation, that that conversation was being recorded by another human being, they will watch what they are saying. Istimiru. If we knew we were having conversations and that conversation was being recorded, then we will watch what we are saying. We will only speak that which we didn't care if all of the world knew what we were saying. We will only say statements that we didn't care if it reached someone else. And this is when we are reminded that what? That there is a human being that is recording what we are saying. What I am saying and what I am reminding us with is that we should always be on guard with this, rather we should be on greater guard. Because regardless of whether a human being is recording the conversation or not, Allah knows what you're saying. Regardless of whether a human being is recording that conversation or not, Allah hears what you're saying. And the angels are writing it down. So you're always being recorded. Every conversation that you say is being recorded. Every word come out your mouth is being recorded. You are always under surveillance, Ya Ibadullah. You are always being watched. So be mindful. And this same type of mindfulness that you have when you are reminded that a human being is recording what you are saying, you should have all the time even greater because Allah Ta'ala, He sees what you're saying. Allah Ta'ala, He hears what you're saying. The angels, they are writing down what you're saying. You're always being recorded. Always. So let us be mindful of how we use our tongues and let us remember this. The Salaf, those whom we say that we are upon their way, the Sahaba, and those who follow them in khair, 
those whom we say we are upon their way. Because that's what it means when you say you're Sunni. You're saying you're upon the way of the Salaf. You're saying you're upon the way of the Sahaba and those who follow them in good. You're saying you're upon the way of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Well, the Salaf, they used to be scared. لَقَدْ كَانَ خَوْفُ السَّلَفِ الصَّالِحِ مِنْ أَفَاتِ اللِّسَانِ عَظِيمًا Verily, the fear that the righteous predecessors, they had from the corruption of the tongue was tremendous. Was tremendous. Why? Because they learned from the Prophet ﷺ. They learned from the Messenger of Allah ﷺ. As the Prophet ﷺ, he said, and this is something that we all should pay very close attention to, and we should be mindful of. It should invoke fear within us. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, as it comes in the hadith of Abu Hurairah, رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن العبد ليتكلم بكلمة من 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 روان لا لا يلقي لها بالا يرفع الله بها درجات وإن العبد ليتكلم بكلمة من صخة لا لا يلقي لها بالا يهوي بها في جهنم حديث صحيح رواه البخاري the Prophet ﷺ, he said what translated means. And that verily an abd, verily a slave, he will say a statement that is a statement that is pleasing to Allah. And he won't even give to it much thought. He won't even be really thinking about it like that. And then Allah will raise him by way of that statement or due to that statement, levels in Jannah. He will be raised levels. Naam. But on the flip side, the slave, he may utter a word, he may utter a single word that is from that which is displeasing to Allah, but he don't even pay attention. And due to him saying that statement, or due to her saying that statement, they will be plunged inside of the hellfire. They will be thrown inside of the hellfire for what? Because of a single statement. When one understands this is the reality, and this is the effects of what comes off of the tongue, this means that they should be very careful, very mindful of what they say. They should strive to say that which is pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they should avoid saying that which is displeasing unto Allah jalla wa'ala. Istami'u, pay very close attention. When an individual is talking to those who have an authority over them, then they have to be mindful to say that which Allah loves and to stay away from saying that which Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. They should be very mindful. They should pay very close attention. They should take caution that whatever statement that they said, they have to think to themselves. Is this a statement that is pleasing unto Allah? When I meet Allah, Yomul Qiyamah, would I be happy that I said this statement? Would I be happy that I use my tongue in this manner as relates to this individual? Whether that individual who has authority over you be a parent, be it the mother or the father, or whether that be a grandparent, be it the grandmother or the grandfather, or be it those whom you're supposed to pay respect to, be it whether it is a ruler, a Muslim ruler, or whether it is a scholar from the scholars, to speak to them in a way that is disrespectful. Do you think that that is something that is pleasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Do you think that that is something that you'll be happy about when you meet your Lord Jalla wa'ala Pay very close attention 
Make your tongue be upon the sunnah. Ibn Abbas, he used to take his tongue, take hold of his tongue. And he would say, Woe unto you. Say that which is good. So you may reap the reward. So you can harvest the reward and the benefit. Or withhold from saying evil so you be safe. Either say good or don't say nothing. Say that which is good or don't say nothing. Let the one who believes in Allah in the last day say good or say or be quiet. Don't say nothing. Either say good and seek the reward and anticipate the reward of saying that which is good or be quiet. Shut up. When as relates to the evil, so you can be safe. فَقَالَ لَهُ الرَّجُلُ A man, he heard him saying this. So he said unto him, مَا لِأَرَاكَ أَخِذًا بِثَمَرَةِ لِسَانَ How come I'm seeing you? Hold yourself to account for what comes off of your tongue, for the repercussions of what comes off of the tongue. تَقُولُ كَذَا وَكَذَا You saying this and you saying that. Why do I see you doing this? How come you doing this? فَقَالَ Abdullah ibn Abbas radiyallahu ta'ala anhuma so we said unto him this is sahabi this is sahabi turjum al-Quran the one who explained the, the explain of the Quran the great sahabi and this is how he was with relates to his tongue how come we never had a conversation with our tongue like that how come we never had a conversation with our tongue like that but we said we following them ya subhanallah ayna nahnu min haula where are we from them he said, how come I see you being like this? So he responded to him, and let this be a lesson to us. فقال, he said, He said, because it has reached me. And He said, because it has reached me, that on the day of judgment, that a slave will not be more enraged, he will not be more angry with anything than his tongue. He'll be more angry, more regretful over his tongue and what came off of his mouth and what he was saying. He will be angry like that. Yomul Qiyamah with what? With his tongue. And Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he said, Swearing by Allah, the one who none has the right to be worshipped in truth except for him. He said, by Allah, there is not upon the earth anything that deserves to be in prison longer than the tongue. The tongue, that's what deserves to be in prison, the tongue. Why? Due to all the damage the tongue can do to an individual. Muqal al-Hasan al-Basri, rahimahullah ta'ala, al-Lisan, Amir al-Badan. He said the tongue is the leader of the of the body. إذا جنا على الأعضاء بشيء جنت وإذا عفا عفت. He said that the tongue is the leader of the body. If the tongue it make crime, if the tongue it say something that is haram, then you will find the limbs will follow in suit. And if the tongue is safe, 
if the tongue is away from being utilized in a haram manner, then you will find the limbs will be safe. Estero, listen and pay attention. Those individuals who are the worst in their speech, you find they are the worst in deeds. And those individuals who are the finest in their speech, the most halal in their speech, then you will find that their limbs match that and they are halal in their limbs. They are halal in the manner that they act. Ya ibadullah, let us pay close attention. Ya ibadullah, make your tongue sunni. Hada, aqulu quli hada, wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum, wa li jami'i al-muslimin. Fastaghfiru fa innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim Bismillah alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam. عن رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله there's so much that we can be that 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 can be said about this topic we are in need of hearing this topic يا عباد الله especially now that we live in a time where people just feel that they have the right to just talk just to just talk recklessly Whatever they, they please with, whatever they want to say, they just be saying it. Ya ibadullah, you should understand that the whole concept of freedom of speech is a concept that's from the kuffar. The Muslim, the Muslim is one who he restricts his speech. Naam, she restricts her speech. Naam, and they try to limit it to that which Allah loves and that which Allah is pleased with. And they stay and they try to avoid and stay away from using their tongue and that which Allah hates and that which Allah is displeased with. This is how we are to understand this concept, freedom of speech. Meaning what? Yes, you have the freedom to say what you want to say, but if you're wise, then you will utilize that to say that which is correct so that you may benefit. You won't utilize that to destroy yourself by way of your tongue. Qala Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Look at what the Sirdays they used to be saying. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he said, Man kathara kalamuhu kathara Umar used to say that whoever his speech increases, then he will his error will increase. Whoever his speech increases, then his error will, 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 will increase, his slips will increase. And whoever his error increases, then his sins will increase. And whoever his sins they increase, then the nar has more right to him. Then the fire is more befitting for him. You see that? All that, what, what, what started that? What was the first, what was the first thing in that chain of reactions? It was talking a lot. Whoever talks a lot, then you want to fall into much error based on what you're saying. And whoever falls into much error, then your sins are going to multiply. Whoever they sins they multiply, then the fire has more right to you. What 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 set that off? The tongue. The tongue. Yeah, ibadullah. We have to be careful in how we use our tongue. We have to be careful as relates to how we use our tongue, especially when and as relates to our Muslim brothers and sisters. Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said. Do not harm the slaves of Allah. Do not harm the slaves of Allah. 
and do not humiliate them. Do not put them down. Do not humiliate them. وَلَا تَطْلُبُوا عَوْرَتِهِمْ And do not seek after their hidden sins. فَإِنَّهُ مَنْ طَلَبَ عَوْرَةَ أَخِيهِ Because the one who seeks after the hidden sin of his brother, الأخيه Muslim, his brother Muslim, طَلَبَ اللَّهُ عَوْرَتَهُ حَتَّى يَضْضَعَهُ فِي بَيْتِهِ because the one who seeks after the hidden sin of his brother Muslim, then Allah will seek after their hidden sin and expose them, even if he was in his house. Hadith al-Ruahu Ahmed. You see how dangerous it is to utilize your tongue in a reckless manner? But we live in a time where how many people are reckless about their brother Muslims, reckless about their sister Muslims, just saying what they say and harming them. Be careful. Because don't think you're going to say what you say and then that's it. Allah Ta'ala, He says, And woe to every scandal-mongering backbiter. Woe to them. Woe to them. Every scandal-mongering backbiter. Be careful how you use your tongue. If you want to be safe as relates to your tongue, Muhammad Ajlan. Muhammad Ajlan rahimullah ta'ala who died in a year of 148 Hijri he said verily speech is from four speech is from four and tadhkurullah either you want to remember Allah by way of your speech Quran, and you're going to read the Quran by way of your speech or you're going to ask about knowledge and thus be informed of it or or you speak with that which concerns you as relates to your worldly affairs. You speak with that which you need to speak with to rectify your worldly affairs. This is how we should be using our tongue. You use your tongue in these four instances, these four ways, you'll be safe. You'll be safe. You want to go beyond that and use your tongue in the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth way and so on and so forth? Then be warned, you're going to be in trouble. Be warned, you want to be in trouble. Ya ibadullah. This is just a little bit of how the salaf they were as related to their tongue. How they used to interact with their tongue. How they used to treat their tongue. How they used to be mindful of what came off of their tongue. Let us be like them. Let us truly be of those who are upon the sunnah. Not just those who claim and claims, but then their reality, it don't match up to it. Their reality, it don't, it don't, it don't rise to the occasion. But let us be of those who were they saying what they saying and they are upon that in reality we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be like the salaf in every which way shape and form we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to unite us with them inside of the jannah jannah to those we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who he is pleased with them when they meet him hada faqimu salah